A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Vanessa, back with the final part of my story. So, my first love, Julian, moved to Germany, and due to my insecurities, we lost touch. Then, years later, I saw him at my college campus, measuring my favorite tree to be chopped down. He didn't recognize me, but thanks to him, the tree was saved. He said to me, This tree must mean a lot to you, or else you wouldn't have fought so hard to save it. I had a tree like this once, he sighed. Please continue to protect it. I felt a pain in my heart. I knew he meant our tree back home. This was all so overwhelming. There I was looking at my first love, but he was oblivious to who I was. And I couldn't tell him because I was terrified that doing so would mean I'd lose him all over again. After that, I didn't see him around campus anymore. Was he living here now? Was he in another city? There were so many questions I wanted to ask him. Then my mom called and told me to come home for the weekend. I arrived there to find her setting out food in the kitchen. On seeing me, she said, Oh, honey, I have a surprise for you. Julian and his family are back in town, and they're coming over for lunch. What? Oh, no. Why hadn't she told me sooner? I started to panic. What was I going to do now? I rushed to my room and tried to find anything I could use to cover my face. Finally, I found one thing. I heard my mom opening the door for Julian and his family. Then my mom cheerfully shouted, Vanessa! Where are you, sweetie? Come down! Julian is here, and oh my, he's so handsome! But my parents' smile soon disappeared as soon as they saw me coming down the stairs. They literally stood there with their mouths wide open. My mother stuttered, v Vanessa, what in God's name are you wearing? Yeah, so the only thing I could find to cover my face was a face mask. Worse still, it had a smiling dog face on it. I know I look ridiculous, but at least my lupus was covered. Thinking fast, I muttered, um, I have a cold and I don't want anyone to catch it. Then I turned and saw Julian and my heart fluttered. He gave me a confused look. He clearly didn't know how to take my accessory. This was so awkward. The last memory he had of me was that I didn't want to video call with him anymore. And that was five years ago. Ugh, this sucked. I nodded at him and he nodded back. 
I caught him looking at me, no doubt because I was wearing that dumb mask, but we didn't actually speak to each other. Luckily, our parents were carrying the conversation. But then, my mom suggested that we should all go out for dinner tomorrow night. Mom! Not again! Why didn't she realize that I needed to be pre-warned about these things? Then again, it was so easy for her as she had perfect looking skin. Luckily, Julian's family were busy tomorrow. Phew! But they suggested having dinner the day after that. Ugh! Dinner was unavoidable, so I had to figure out a way of disguising my face. So, the evening of the dinner, I ran downstairs and my mom glared at me. Vanessa, what on earth are you wearing? You look like Elton John. So yeah, I was wearing these huge fashion sunglasses. They were the only ones I could find online that I knew would arrive in time. I replied, this is the new trend now. You're just too old to understand. At the restaurant, Julian and his family gave me the weirdest looks. But I acted like everything was normal and mentioned how good the food was. To be honest, I felt so awkward and just hoped this meal would be over soon. It all got a bit too much, so I went outside to get some fresh air. That's when Julian appeared. At first, he just stood there next to me in silence. It got to a point where I couldn't take it anymore. So I said, since when did you come back here? He replied, since one month. Feeling annoyed, I replied, why didn't you call me? Ness, you're the one who didn't want to be friends anymore. Oh no, you got it all wrong. I had some problems, girl problems. I couldn't tell you. You know, I was really lonely in Germany. You were the only friend I had. His voice sagged. I replied, I know, it was stupid of me. I'm sorry, but you're back now. Can we be friends again? He looked at me for a bit, then smiled and said, Seriously, how can I be mad at you now? I mean, look at you. And then we hugged. I finally had my best friend back, but this wasn't enough for me. Seeing him again made me realize I still loved him even after all these years. My face was the problem. I was convinced that on seeing the real me, he'd run for the hills. After that, Julian and I texted each other loads, but then he asked me out on a date. At first, I was super excited, but then the reality of this dawned on me. I put on my prettiest dress, but as I stood in front of the mirror, all I saw were my bright red cheeks. Maybe I should just risk it. Maybe he would understand and still love me? I mean, it was inner beauty that counted, right? But no, I couldn't do it. So I messaged him back saying that I couldn't go out with him, but he was persistent. In the end, I ran out of excuses, so eventually I had to agree. Okay, so now what? I couldn't keep on wearing face masks and sunglasses. Then I had an idea. What about makeup? I knew it would make my skin worse, but this was an emergency. I put some makeup on, but the rashes were still visible. So I put more and more and more and ugh. I resembled Billy the Puppet from the Saw movies. Then there was a knock at the door. <gasps> oh no, he was here already. Oh well, I hope he likes horror movies. On seeing me, Julian looked kind of shocked, but he tried to act normal. The restaurant we went to was so nice, but every time he looked at me, he had to try his hardest not to laugh, which in turn made me want to laugh too. Awkward. Afterward, we went for a walk through the park when it suddenly began to rain. So we hurried over to our favorite big tree to take cover. Julian found the carving on the tree and said, Do you remember this? 
that dare promise you I'd come back for you. Then he turned to me, pulled me towards him, his face came closer and, and oh my god, was he going to kiss me? But then he stopped and said, oh Ness, your makeup is floating away, I have a tissue, let me clean your face. Wait, what? <gasps> Oh no, not now. I panicked. I didn't know what to do, so I hid my face from Julian and said, Don't look at me. Can you please go? Confused, he asked, What? You're acting really weird. What's wrong? Then he turned to look at my face. I pushed him away and said, No, no, I'm fine. I'm just having a girl problem moment. But Julian kept insisting, so I freaked out and ran into the rain. He ran behind me yelling, Vanessa, stop! I kept running, but then I tripped and my face fell into a muddy puddle. Oh, great! My whole face was covered with mud and my knee was bleeding, so I couldn't stand up. Julian had to help me hobble to the nearest drugstore to buy some bandages and some betadine to clean the wound for me. I sat on a bench feeling like a wounded puppy when he took out a tissue and started wiping the mud from my face. At first, I stopped him, but then he gave me a really serious look, so I let him clean my face. Well, that was it. Julian would finally see my face and he would definitely not want to date me anymore. While cleaning my face, he looked surprised. Then he said, Wait a minute, you're going to college in Florida, right? Didn't I meet you like a few weeks ago on the campus? Why didn't you tell me it was you? Because I didn't want you to see me like this. I turned my head away. He looked confused, so he asked, Like what exactly? Ness, you're acting so weird. What did he mean? Was he trying to make fun of me? So I shouted in anger, it's my face. Don't act like you don't see it. I was afraid that if you saw my face, you wouldn't want to be with me anymore. Julian shook his head and said, no Ness, why would I ever do that? To me, you will always be beautiful. Beauty isn't only about having a pretty face. It's about having a pretty mind, a pretty heart, and a pretty soul. And then he kissed me on the forehead. Oh gosh, I never imagined that it would turn out like this. Julian was indeed the sweetest person ever and I should have never have doubted him. Well, Julian and I became an official couple. Loving him makes me so happy. He makes me believe in myself and reminds me that regardless of my lupus, I'm still beautiful. And we will soon get married in a few months. I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with him happily ever after. So, as you can see, in the end, Julian was my first and my last love, which means my fairy tale dreams did come true. But let me tell you this, it's not important if you marry your first love or not. It's important that you marry someone who makes you happy and someone who accepts you for who you are. So, when you find someone like that, then hold on to them, whether this is your first or your 21st love. This was my first ever day at high school. And naturally, I'm owning it. I mean, who wouldn't want to befriend someone as beautiful and friendly as me? By lunchtime, I already had loads of new friends, and everyone flocked around me to hear stories about my amazing life. I soon became super popular at school. I was the gorgeous, enchanting blonde beauty. Do you know what the best part was? Boys started noticing me too. Even the captain of the basketball team, Mitch, took a liking to me. It makes sense. I mean, obviously, the best-looking boy in the school is going to be interested in the best-looking girl. And guess what? He's following me on my way home right now. 
Stalking me much, huh? Just wait for it. It seemed like my new life here in this school was going to be awesome. Well, well, Mandy. That was not an easy question, but you answered it perfectly. Great work. See, I'm not just a pretty face. I'm also one of the smartest students in the school. My admirers grew and grew. It seemed like everyone wanted to spend time with someone as perfect as me. Here, I was telling my new friends about how at first, people sometimes misjudge me as I come from a well-educated and extremely successful family. My parents are super wealthy individuals who encourage me to always be the best version of myself and strive hard to never let them down. Hey, Mandy, pardon me, but how come you never wear designer clothes or use anything expensive? She looked down at my tatty-looking sneakers. I see why it might seem a little peculiar, but you see, I dress this way because my parents value the importance of being humble. That's also how I live. Goodness is better than beauty, right? Then I pulled out my phone and showed them the grades from my last school. Everyone gasped at me for being so excellent. I was loved, admired, adored. But of course, being this amazing meant that there's just gotta be quite a few kids being jealous of me. I mean, I suppose I couldn't blame them. After all, I dazzled like a diamond while they were just dull and ordinary. One time after an exam, as soon as the teacher left, this girl called Layla stood up and said, Mandy cheated. I saw it with my own eyes. I saw it too. She checked her phone during the exam. Everyone was gasping in shock. Right at that moment, the class president, Marshall, shouted, Hey, he quit it. We all know Mandy's a great student. There's no way she cheated. Huh, that's what I'm talking about. Layla and Susan must be bursting with envy that their petty plan to ruin me didn't work. And the class president, hmm, he came out of nowhere to protect me. He must be another one of my many admirers. But sorry, Marshall, I'm way out of your league. A girl like me needed a handsome, rich, mature kind of guy. These boys at school are cute, but they're just boys. They're beneath me. One time I was in a rush and didn't have time to search my locker, so I accidentally took the wrong textbook with me to class. Seeing my mistake, Layla and Susan immediately jumped in. Uh-oh, what's this? We thought Miss Perfection here never messed anything up. I didn't even have a chance to say anything, as this Beth girl spoke up. He cut it out. Who doesn't make mistakes once in a while, huh? Here, you can share mine. Oh, wow. This girl was kind of nice. It was good to have an ally to deal with Layla and Susan. So at lunchtime, I joined Beth's table. We started chatting, and she was clearly fascinated by how amazing my life was. Great. Now I had a faithful sidekick. <laughs> hey, Beth, help me do the homework for today, okay? Uh, again? I have to attend a very important party with my parents tonight. There will be politicians and plutocrats. I won't have time to do homework. Now I have to go home early to get dressed and do my makeup. Bye. I didn't need to turn around to see her funny, bewildered face. She looked like that every time I asked her to do my homework. But it was worth it. Right, Beth? She got to hang out with the hottest prodigy in school. Me. So a little bit of extra homework was a small price to pay for such a privilege. You know, to me... 
that homework was nothing. I just didn't have time for it. I had to admit that having Beth around was very convenient. She made sure my grades stayed top of the class, leaving me time to play polo, go to the golf club, and attend charity functions with my parents. She also let me borrow her dresses, bags, makeup, and this super cute pair of high heels. My friends admired me, strangers idolized me, my teachers adored me, and I had a wonderful, loyal best friend. Life was perfect. Until... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One day, as I was shimmying along the hallway, I noticed something odd. People weren't giving me their usual looks of adoration. Instead, they were turning their noses up at me. Huh? What was happening? Hey, Beth, do you know what's going on? People are acting really weird. She just shrugged. I don't know. Let's see. I tried to tell myself that it was no big deal, but I couldn't shake off the feeling that something was wrong. Then later that day, my worst fears were confirmed. As I entered the classroom, Marshall came over to me and waved his phone in my face. Good game, Miss Perfect. Turns out you're just a big fat liar. I looked at his phone and saw a long post, with a lot of photos attached. There's a big title saying, The Truth About Mandy the Liar, and each photo came with a caption. Mandy's house is actually very ordinary. She lives with her grandparents. There are no luxurious mansions or wealthy parents. When Mandy just came to the school, she made friends with everyone, bragging about her fame, fortune, and popularity. I don't know who she is, so what if we just shared the same path to the bus stop? Who said that I intend to get acquainted with her? Her transcript from her old school isn't even hers. She's just photoshopped her name on it. Every time she stood up to answer a question or take a test, she cheated, so she got a good grade. God, all this? How did they know? It felt like my heart had lodged in my throat, and my mind was spinning. My eyes blurred when I saw Layla and Susan approaching me. I stared at them in shock. Mandy, honestly, we don't hate you. It's just that we realized your stories were ridiculous, so we decided to find out the truth. That's right but you sure did cover your tracks. We couldn't find a thing. Hang on. So who found these pieces of evidence? I did! Right at that moment, my so-called best friend appeared, followed by the homeroom teacher. Mandy, I know you think I'm some desperate wannabe you can control, but no! 
I soon worked out that everything you said was a lie. So I gathered evidence to prove it. Everyone was gawping at me with disappointment. I felt completely overwhelmed by the situation. This couldn't actually be happening. I pinched my arm. Ouch! It was as painful and as real as what was going down before my eyes right now. Beth continued. It's not good for you to live a lie like this. Who even are you? Ah! Reality images started flooding into my mind, making my brain feel like it was going to explode. I grabbed my head and ran out of the classroom. When I opened my eyes, I found myself in the hospital. The homeroom teacher was sitting next to me, and my grandparents were also there. They all looked very disappointed. Mandy, the principal was very angry and was about to expel you. But it was Beth and her friends who convinced him to let you stay. What? Beth? But she was the one who exposed me. Noticing my surprise, the teacher continued. After seeing your reaction, Beth realized that perhaps you had a psychological problem so she convinced us to help bring you to the hospital for diagnosis. I looked up at my grandparents. They were all in tears. Unexpectedly, I burst out crying. I longed so much to have a dream life full of fame, riches, and admirers that I drew a vision for myself in another reality. I was so absorbed in that illusory scenario that I forgot my own reality. This was last month, and I'm currently on medication for my delusions, and I'm also seeing a therapist. Right now, I'm on my way to see Beth, Layla, Susan, and Marshall. No, I'm not making it up. I really am meeting them. Oh gosh, there they are. This is scary, but it's something I've got to do. So, I took a deep breath, then taking my therapist's advice, I spoke from the heart. Hi guys. Thanks for coming. Firstly, I want to apologize for lying. The truth is, I've lived the lie so much that I could no longer distinguish what was real and what wasn't. My therapist helped me see that this all began after I lost my parents. Part of my subconscious craved for this dream life so badly that I created a new one. This way I didn't have to accept the truth, which is that my parents have passed away and... I live with my dirt-poor grandparents. When I finished talking, I looked at them, half expecting them to shout at me or something, but... Instead, Beth smiled at me and said, It took a lot of guts to come here and say that. I'm sorry, too. I shouldn't have outed you like that, but I didn't know you were ill. Same. I'm proud of you. Me too. Me three. Now, when are we going to order cake? <laughs> <laughs> So, what now? Well, I'm still taking my medication and talking to my therapist. I can now tell the difference between the make-believe and reality. Also, I'm back at school, and my teachers and classmates have all been really welcoming. Better still, I now have some awesome friends who like me for me. And you know what? It turns out that living in reality isn't actually so bad after all. I entered the apartment to see four sets of eyes gawping at me. Hang on, I know Ned and Philip from my math class, and the girl currently giving me a snooty look while twirling her hair around her finger was Jessica. Well, 
I didn't actually know her, but her wealthy and snobbish reputation preceded her. Then lastly was that emo kid. What was his name again? Deciding to break the uncomfortable silence, I said, Oh, hey, so guess you guys are also in detention? No one replied, though they surely heard me. Whoa, okay. This atmosphere was tense, and I thought I'd always been the awkward one. Honestly, I don't even know why I'm being made to do this weird detention. All I did was accidentally and poorly throw the dodgeball in the gym teacher's face. Then when I was about to apologize, my tongue slipped. But, but, aren't you supposed to be the toughest since you're the gym teacher? I mumbled. Naturally, she was livid. So I ended up in the principal's office, and he handed me a piece of paper with an apartment address on it and said, Go here for your detention. You'll stay here until you've learned your lesson. Huh? What type of unspecific instructions were those? Before I could ask him any more, he shooed me out of his office. Now, here I am in this random apartment with these untalkative kids. As I looked at them, I couldn't help but wonder what they'd done to end up here, especially when Ned was an excellent student. Did he make the wrong move in the chess club or something? <laughs> we continued the whole staring at each other in silence routine. But then the door burst open and stormed in Gwen, our school's resident carefree tomboy. She sneered out. Good evening, babies. Great. Now I was stuck sharing a living space with a girl renowned for playing pranks such as toilet papering the principal's car and filling the biology lab with live frogs. But seriously, how were we at her truancy level? Let's see who we have here. Gwen rubbed her hands as she walked around and stared at us. Princess Jessica? Oof, how come? She raised an eyebrow and grinned sarcastically. Just sit down and shut up. Gwen gave him a dirty look. This isn't basketball. You're not the captain here, jock. Then she squared up to him. Ned turned pale. Jessica rolled her eyes, and the emo boy, well, he was busy sketching something and clearly chose to ignore our existence. We'd only been here for less than an hour, and the last thing we needed was a fist fight, so I stepped in between them. Pulling a wry face, Gwen said, What's this? Little Miss Friendly? Look, we're all stuck here and we don't know for how long, so let's at least try to be civil. Let's try talking it out. So, I'm Ashley, and I'm here because of a misunderstanding with a gym teacher and a dodgeball. Jeez, nobody cares. I can't believe I have to be here with these people. Jessica stood up and left. Pfft, I'm with Miss Popular on this one. Ned sneered before he also left. And the emo boy, too. Then Gwen rasped and disappeared. There was only Philip and me left in the room. Hmm, he was meant to be handsome and stuff, but looking at him now, I didn't think so. Ugh, this awkward silence was insufferable. This was just like that movie, The Breakfast Club, but much worse, and in much longer time. <sighs> Who on earth had to pack clothes for detention? I had no idea how long I had to stay here for. So I decided to go to bed. 
I walked into the girls' room to see that both of the beds next to the window were already occupied. Bummer, they'd taken the best spots. I reluctantly got into the only bed left and hoped that tomorrow wouldn't suck as much as today had. The next morning, I woke up to yelling. Huh? I rubbed my eyes and yawned. It was still far too early. I went out into the corridor to see what was going on and saw Jessica and Ned arguing over the apartment's only bathroom. Jessica wanted to apply her makeup while Ned really needed to go. Then Philip watched on and butted in on occasion to say something dumb. Why don't you use some of your nerdy mathematics to solve your problem? The only reason you need to spend so long applying makeup is because you're ugly. Ooh, burn! Philip laughed. Suddenly, the bathroom door slammed shut. They rushed over to it and tried opening it to no avail. Ten minutes later, the emo kid stepped out. Jessica screamed at him. How dare you! My personal stuff is still in there. I watched on, wide-eyed. OMG, these people were ridiculous. How was I meant to live with them? In the end, we eventually came to an agreement about the bathroom's rule. It was first come, first serve, but each of us could only have the throne for a max 15 minutes. Being in such a small space with people I barely knew was always going to be problematic but not having our phones as a distraction made it so much harder. We had one TV, but there's only one lousy channel on it. No one cleaned up. No one seemed to get along. Ugh, seriously? When will this end? All of the constant dirt and arguing was driving me nuts. But then the final straw was this one time when I was washing my face, the cleansing foam accidentally got into my eyes to wipe it out. But to my horror, when I opened my eyes, so I quickly reached for a towel, I saw myself holding someone's sock instead. Yuck! After that, I gathered everyone and threw the sock onto the floor and said, We need to sort out order, as I can't live like this anymore. It's gross. Jessica snorted. Who are you to boss around? No one cares what you think. Before I even had a chance to say anything back, Ned piped in that Jessica was just a dumb rich girl who never lifted a finger. Then Gwen jumped up to her feet and started shouting for no reason. Philip gave me this smirky know-it-all look that made me want to scream. Then he actually lobbed a basketball at me, which almost took my head off. Then, ignoring the others, I started shouting at him. The only one who stayed quiet was the emo boy. You weren't even that pretty. In fact, I've seen more attractive slugs. I heard Ned say to Jessica, Hmm, that was a bit much, wasn't it? I mean, it was obvious Ned only teases Jessica because he has a huge crush on her. Jessica huffed as she tossed her hair behind her back, then stormed off to her room. Man, this place sucks. At least lunchtime had arrived. So I made myself a delicious-looking burger, then quickly went to the bathroom. When I returned, I couldn't believe it. Philip was taking a bite out of my burger. I screamed at him, but then he shrugged, then said he'd make me a new one. And like a decade later, my replacement lunch finally arrived, and Philip was smiling at me strangely and watched on as I bit into it. Ew! I lifted up the top of the bun to see a raw piece of beetroot. Ugh. 
I was so fed up with everyone that I went to bed super early that night. Only, when I woke up the next day, both Jessica and Gwen burst out laughing at me. I hurried to the bathroom and checked out my face. Oh no. Turns out someone had drawn on my pillow, and now I had ink all over my face. I had to scrub my face for ages to get it off. Then Philip wouldn't quit laughing at me. I knew he was responsible. Ugh! Such a jerk! And on the other hand, we also had the emo kid that I was seriously getting sick of. He never said or did anything. Instead, he just sat there, usually wearing his stompy boots and looking all moody. I mean, why wear those sweaty-looking boots when he's stuck inside? It was about time he spoke up, so I came up with a prank to get him talking. When the emo kid was in the shower, Ned and I filled his beloved boots with mayo. A little later, I heard some loud thump. Then the emo kid did a weird walk across the room with his foot covered in mayo while clutching one of his boots. Have you lost your mind? He shouted. And not gonna lie, I was intimidated by this other side of him. Then out of nowhere, Jessica appeared. She turned to me and shoved my shoulder. That was too much, don't you think? Oh no, you didn't. I wasn't gonna let someone like her speak to me like that and get away with it. So I struck a defensive pose and glared at her. We ended up in a stare-off when suddenly I felt arms pulling me back. It was Philip. I tried flailing free of his grip, which caused him to lose his balance, and he accidentally elbowed Gwen. Oh, you're done, jock! Soon, Jessica and I were pulling each other's hair, and Gwen and Philip were shoving each other. It was mayhem! Stop! All of you! It was the emo kid. He glared at us with rage. You're acting like immature brats! Well, that was unexpected. But I guess it worked. As a few seconds later, we started cleaning up the mess we'd made. We knew something needed to change. So at dinner, we all sat around the table and tried to sort things out. The others were all staring down at their food and not talking, so I decided to go first. So... I'm here because I don't always react well to certain situations. I don't know, I guess I find it hard to make friends. I trailed off. Then Ned spoke up. The only word my mom seems to know nowadays is study, study, study. I feel like all I am to her is a grade. So when I got a B in English lit, I ripped it up in front of the teacher. That's the story. Jessica flicked back her hair then said, Try having all the money you could ever want but the most neglectful parents ever. I bet they still haven't noticed that I've been stuck here with you losers for days now, just because I told some girl her skirt was hideous. I was doing her a favor. Poof. Then Philip blurted out, My father wanted me to be strong and manly just like him. I don't want to be like him, but I'm worried I will be, and that I won't be able to do anything about it. So I skipped basketball practice got into an argument with Coach and my dad, and now I'm in the weirdest detention ever. Gwen sneered. Least your dad's around. Mine does month-long disappearing acts. And my mom's dead. Oh, and I'm here because I put paint in some clown's locker. Serves them right for badmouthing me. Her words were followed by an intense silence. Awkward. But I felt like I understood everyone a little better now. Oh, but hang on. 
the emo kid hadn't said anything. Hey, you. I looked at him. So, what's your story? He shrugged, and I didn't think he was going to talk, but then in a quiet voice he said, I'm Stan. I never knew my dad. My mom isn't around, so I live with my grandparents. I'm here because I ignored the principal, but only because I had earphones in. Oh, I muttered out. Look, I'm sorry about your boots. I'll help you clean them if you like. Stan nodded. Jessica was right. I had been a bit harsh on him. Then Ned gave this awkward smile and said, Um, Jessica, I know I've been a jerk to you, but it's only because I, um, I like you. Jessica didn't do so much as flinch. She still kept studying her nails. Probably because having boys smitten over her was already a part of her daily routine. Well, I might like someone too. Phil stretched his arms behind his chair. I guess I like winding her up. He looked directly at me. I felt myself blushing, and I had this weird fluttering feeling in my stomach. But why? My heart started racing. Now what was I meant to do? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.